At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And today we're going to talk about what steel and concrete have to do with your business. So now our daughter Liliana is becoming a much more accomplished walker. Almost every time we're walking around our neighborhood, she now wants to get out of the stroller and wants to hold mommy and daddy's hand and walk. And it's it's the funniest thing in the world because she literally holds our, each of our hands, right? And she has the biggest smile and she just like coos and caws and she's just like laughing at every person that walks by and wants to be the center of attention. But it's like such an amazing experience. So today I want to talk about the new flooring business um, that we, we purchased in January of 2021. And with that business, it was working off an old software, not even old software, but it was a um, a software that really wasn't made for the business. It was it was just basic QuickBooks, right? I mean, at McKinsey Construction, the general construction firm that I own, um, we use we use QuickBooks, right? But for this business, the flooring business, it's a very um, intricate business because they do so many jobs, and you have you have you have jobs, and you have um, there's a lot of moving pieces with each one of those jobs. Just to give you an example. For McKinsey, we have like, you know, 20 jobs so far this year, right? But that flooring business, that flooring business has completed over 800 jobs this year. So it's, it's, it's lower volume, um, or it's higher volume, uh, lower margin projects. Whereas, you know, the construction, the general construction business that I have, um, is higher volume, right? Or, uh, lower volume, higher margin. Right. So there's two, right? Let me just say that again. The uh, flooring business is high volume, low margin, or it's, it's high volume and it's, it's, it's high margin. I mean, but it's the, the high margin on, on lower, smaller jobs. Right. And then the, um, the general construction firm that I have is uh, lower volume, a lower amount of jobs and we're high margin. Right. So, um, so we were rolling out this new software for the flooring company. And in the beginning of rolling out the software, we discussed with like all the partners initially, like, hey, you know, there <clears throat> anytime you roll out something new and anytime you change the current situation, there's going to be change. And anytime there's change, there's going to be a cost for that change. And not just like, yeah, we know we got to buy this new software. We know that that cost, but there's going to be a, another cost, right? There's a cost of energy. There's a cost of training. There's a cost of, you know, stop doing what you're currently doing and start doing what you, what this new, what this new software is going to now require you to do. Right. 
And that cost is, 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 is hard to calculate, right? It's, it's hard to understand what it actually is going to be. But there's one thing that is for sure that it always is going to be there, right? So, and I understood that and I, and we, we, we all understood that, right? And, um, before we, we took on this, this, this challenge, right? We made sure the entire team was committed and we asked them, you know, Hey, do you want to do this now? Or do you want to wait six months to, to start rolling this thing out? And everybody's like, no, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. And honestly, if we didn't do that, we would be in a big problem, big trouble right now, because like this thing has been, um, a situation where it's like, it's a lot of work on top of what we're already currently doing. And we're already pushing um, the limits of what that the existing team has ever done before. So they're already, you know, pushed to the max on, in terms of their current workload. And then we're throwing this new, you know, system rollout on, on top of everything. And everybody's, um, starting to feel it a little bit, right? Um, but, I mean, honestly, like, once we get it rolling, like, it's going to be a good thing. It's a good change to happen, but it, there still is a cost for it, right? And the good things that happen are going to come from it is, like, doing a proposal is going to be literally 100 times easier. Um, being able to follow up with customers is going to be 100 times easier. Being able to understand by the click of one button our cost on a, every specific job is going to be a hundred times easier. Um, being able to uh, align our team better from like a compensation standpoint is going to be easier. So, I mean, there's so many benefits to, to rolling out this new software. And if there weren't these benefits, we would have never done it. So we understand the benefits of it. Right. Um, and that's why we, we decided to move forward on it. Right. It still takes a, a giant commitment from all team members, not just one person or not just my, um, not just me or, or, you know, just my partner or my other partner. It's the entire team needs to be committed to it because at the end of the day, the entire team is the one that's going to be using it. Right. So, um, you know, during this last, um, you know, big push for the rollout of the new system, right. My partners had to like be on. Well, one of my partners is is local, and my other partner is um, located in Syracuse, New York. And for the for the rollout, the, both of those partners had to be on site and and to really um, push this thing forward for about like a ten day um, ten day period. And during that ten day period, they cleaned out the entire warehouse. I mean, they they implemented. And, and brought the new software to all the computers. They relabeled all of our, our products. And when I say relabel all our products, I mean, like there's, there's literally thousands of products in that, in our showroom. Like it's not something that's, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to go in and label like 20 books today. And or no, it's like literally thousands of products. So, so it's a big effort, right? And, you know, they were working nonstop for those, for that 10 days and two week, that 10 day period. Right. And, um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was really inspiring to, um, to see the, 
the pictures that they were sending me and, and the messages that they were sharing with me. Um, and, and to understand like all of the things that they were doing, um, you know, they cleaned out the warehouse, which was like, you know, the previous owner had pretty much 30 years worth of stuff in there, you know? Um, and honestly, sometimes you get space and you just keep accumulating, accumulating, accumulating. I mean, it was just a lot of, a lot of stuff on top of stuff that we were able to clean out and, and see what we actually had, you know? For me personally, um, it was the first time where I was not, um, I was not actively involved in this like 10 day push to get everything like up and off the ground. And, um, the reason, the reason why that that was like so powerful for me personally was because, um, I had, I had a team that was, was willing to do the work. Um, and they were aligned pro- and they've been, they, they're, they've been aligned and, um, properly and like everybody understood what their role was. And it was like, it was awesome to be a part of that because it, I, I'd never really been a part of that. I always, I've always been the driver of, of the ship. You know what I mean? I've always been, um, the person that is, um, doing everything and, and involved in everything and my hands in everything. And as I continue to grow as a leader, I understand that I need to, to um, step back and create a gap that will allow somebody else to step in. And uh, as that person steps in, then then there all of a sudden I, I've created an additional capacity. Um, and you got to be around people who are willing to step in because I've stepped back and then nobody stepped in and then the thing failed and then you know, that's probably why I, I like to just, you know, push everything forward, you know, because I don't want that, you know, potential for something to fail. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's more about a lot of times it's more about us than it is about the other person. Right. So like you have to be a person that understands that and allows that, um, allows this process to play out. Right. So it was the first time, you know, that, partners were there working and working hard and working long days. I mean, working a full day in in the business and then working, you know, after, after hours, cleaning everything up and getting everything situated for this new transition. And I, and I, I didn't feel like I never, they, I never was, I never felt bad about it. I didn't feel like they, they were mad at me. It was just like, like we were just all aligned and it, it felt good. Right. Um, and the second thing I wanted to talk about about that was that um, even just the system as a whole, right? Like this is the first time that I didn't want to get too involved in the system. And the reason why I didn't want to get too involved in the system is, is because um, sometimes when you're in the nitty gritty weeds of, of what's going on, you start to become jaded by the situation. You start to become... Um, you start to become uh, like almost like negative on the situation, um, and I I learned this from working with my my partner um, in the real estate side because like I was in the in the weeds and the construction, and I I was was saw that the 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 quality of the construction or the previous contractor that had done had owned the property. Um, I saw the, the quality of the construction that they had did on some of the stuff. So like I knew all of the, 
I knew where all the, where all the problems were, right? And you start to become like sour on the deal, right? And, um, and, and that's not good, right? But when you have partners that are not involved in all of the nitty gritty, which in this situation, I tried to be that partner that wasn't involved in all the nitty gritty so that when my partners are like, dude, this is a lot of work. Or, I just continued to remind them about the stories and, and the reasons why we initially got this thing off the ground and why we wanted to go with it. And, and they, they've even told me like, yeah, man, dude, that was, I needed to hear that right now because I was just getting beat up. You know, I needed to hear that right now. And the reason why I knew, I could appreciate the reason or them telling me that they needed to hear that is because when I was in those same exact situations, I needed to hear those, those reinforcing um, messages. Right. So that was uh that's another reason why I, I wanted to take a step back from like being in the nitty gritty weeds of, of the rollout of the system. So you're probably thinking like, Oliver, you talked about steel and concrete in the beginning. Um, <clears throat> How does this have to do with any of the stuff that you're talking about? And, um, well, the reason it has to do with what I'm talking about is because, uh, like I was telling you, this is the first time where my partners were working their butts off in this new system. And I was moving the business forward in a different direction. Well, that's like the steel and concrete, like, concrete is great in, in compression, right? Like when you're pushing it, um, when you're pushing it down, like if you have your foot on something, right. And you're pushing down, that's compression, but concrete is not great in intention where you're like, um, where you're, where you're pulling something, uh, side to side, right. Like a rubber band, it'll, it'll, it'll burst that way. Right. But steel, steel is good in, in, in tension. Right. And steel is, is not the best in compression. Right. So, when you mix those two together and when you mix me and my partners together and the whole team together, we create the steel and concrete structure that can be a skyscraper. Like the properties that they have and the skills that they have, they're, they're implementing them to the best of their ability. And the skills that I have, I'm implementing them to the best of my ability. And we're all coming together to create this, the structure that we're looking to grow to the sky, right? That we're looking to grow to a hundred million dollars in revenue that we're then looking to grow to a hundred, a billion dollars in revenue. Right. And understanding that and knowing that it's not going to be all me and it's not going to be all them and it's not going to be all you is so important because nothing great is ever created alone. And in order to, to, to be able to attract a team and, 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 and resources to be able to go do something, you got to go out there and cast a big enough dream and then find the partners that are committed and aligned enough to go out there and make it happen. And you create that concrete and steel structure for you in your life, in your team member's life, in your, your community's life. With love, keep putting one foot in front of the next and continue to build your legacy.
Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.